to A Sparkling Vintage Life, where we celebrate all things vintage and celebrate the grace and charm of an earlier era. I'm your host, Jennifer Leo, and today is episode 12, An Even Dozen, and it's May 1st, 2019, as I record this. If you're worried that you missed last week's episode, you did not. I ended up not recording one because I was traveling. So you're all caught up. As of this upcoming Sunday is Mother's Day. I wanted this episode to focus on those of you who are mothers and the tremendous impact that you can and do have on the world. But first, a little update. I wanted to announce that the winner of the rose pin is Jenny Menzies. Congratulations, Jenny. And I will soon do another giveaway, and um, they're a lot of fun to do, and they help us get to know each other a little better. Um, I also wanted to let you know that my novel, Ain't Misbehavin', is currently free on Amazon, if you want the ebook edition. Um, Ain't Misbehavin' is a clean, sweet romance set in the 1920s in Chicago. A glamorous jazz singer falls in love with a conservative small-town businessman, and mayhem ensues. <laughs> if that sounds like your kind of story, I encourage you to download it for free. Um, it's free through May 4th. It's a clean, sweet romance, and um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Last week, there was no new episode, as I mentioned, because I was traveling I was visiting my father in Illinois. He's doing great. Thank you for everyone who asked about that. He is 91 years old and going strong. As a postscript to my previous episode where I talked about travel and the way travel has changed over the years, um, my misgivings about plane travel were confirmed on this trip. <laughs> my carry-on bag was searched thoroughly at O'Hare Airport um, apparently something suspicious triggered it, and after my personal possessions were thoroughly pawed through at cust uh, not customs, but TSA, and uh, put on display for the whole world to see, the culprit was found to be a small coin purse. Apparently it's um, the loose change within it triggered a metal detector on the, on the apparatus. So be on alert, ladies, and Beware those coin purses. <laughs> Empty them out before you travel. All kidding aside, I truly am grateful for the hardworking men and women of the TSA. They strive to keep airline sa travel safe for all of us, and um, I guess it's just disheartening when you're the one who is picked out to be searched. And it's so undignified to have one's personal possessions um, on display for all the world to see. But I suppose that's um, one of the prices we have to pay for living in the modern world. It's one of those things, too, that makes me long for an earlier time um, when travel wasn't quite so fraught with fear and anxiety. Since my return, it's been a busy week of catching up. I uh, continue to write the Hollywood novel toward a self-imposed and possibly unrealistic deadline of June 30th. 
I also finished up those museum exhibit labels I told you about for the railroad exhibit. And I did a couple editing projects and somewhere in there I celebrated a birthday. <laughs> Went out to dinner with my husband. So that was a lot of fun. If we have to continue to grow older, we might as well celebrate the years and not bemoan them. Age comes upon us whether we want it to or not, so we might as well welcome it. And now to today's topic in honor of mothers. First, I must tell you, if you haven't already guessed, that I'm not a mother myself. This is one of the deepest disappointments in my life. It makes Mother's Day and the weeks running up to it um, kind of hard for me. Um, I find early May to be a good time to stay off of social media. But of course, I had a mother and a couple of wonderful grandmothers and a few marvelous aunts. And so around Mother's Day, I try to concentrate on the good memories I have of them instead of bemoaning my own barren state. Anyway, it does no good to complain about things we can't change. I just want you to know that if your heart is hurting this Mother's Day, I empathize and my heart goes out to you. This year, to mark Mother's Day, I uh, wanted to do it in sparkling vintage fashion by researching some mothers who lived during our favorite time period of the early 20th century. And I landed on one specific mother, someone um, who exemplifies the kind of mother who makes a great impact on the world with her children. And that is how I learned about a woman named Morrow, spelled M-O-R-R-O-W, rather unusual first name, but kind of pretty, I think. Morrow Coffey was born in North Carolina in 1892. In 1916, she married a man named William. Together, the couple took up dairy farming and they reared three children. But one thing that set them apart from a lot of other couples was that they took time for a daily Bible reading and prayer, and I understand they did this from day one of their marriage. Morrow was once quoted as saying, there's only one right way to live, and it's all laid out in the Bible. Although I'm sure she said it in a much more charming southern accent. <laughs> so the family would rise at dark o'clock in the morning and milk their large herd of cows, and then at breakfast they'd pray together, and Morrow would read a scripture verse off a daily calendar, and um, she and her husband would help the children memorize Bible verses. And then the kids would go off to school and Morrow and William would set about the zillions of chores it takes to run a large dairy farm and a household. In the evening, tired as they must have been, they gathered again to read the Bible and pray together as a family. Morrow had her hands full caring for this home and family during an era that straddled two world wars and also the Great Depression. She would have done without many of the modern conveniences we enjoy today. On the other hand, she lacked some of the distractions we had today. 
She may have had radio, but no TV, uh, certainly no internet or social media, to, so perhaps not quite the same competition for the children's attention. Still, as busy as she was, Morrow made the spiritual life of her children her top priority. She believed that the diligent prayers of a mother um, and the disciplines that are imposed to develop their spiritual lives would greatly influence her children's choices as they grew up. And she was right. Thanks to those quiet, patient lessons at home, one of Morrow's sons grew up to have had a great impact for Christ all over the world. Over 70 years of ministry. Can you guess who it is? <laughs> you may have heard of him. He was the late evangelist Billy Graham. Billy once described his upbringing this way. What we did have back then, during the Great Depression, was family solidarity. We really cared about each other, and we liked to do things together. She saw to it that we gathered frequently and regularly, and not just around the dinner table or in front of the radio for favorite broadcasts. She gathered us around herself and my father and... Um, I'm sorry, she gathered us around herself and my father to listen to Bible stories, to join in family prayers, and to share in a sense of the presence of God. And that's a quote by Billy Graham about his mother. Today you can visit Morrow Graham's former home on the former dairy farm. It's now part of the Billy Graham Library in North Carolina and is open to the public. Of course, we all know not all of a mother's efforts will produce a man like Billy Graham. There are no guarantees, unfortunately. Some of the most diligent, loving parents bring up children who go astray, and some negligent parents end up rearing some amazing offspring. But Morrow's life illustrates that it's the day-to-day -day habitual lessons and routines that have the best likelihood of being absorbed into children's hearts and minds. Whoever you are, and whatever your status as a mother or not, um, a grandmother, an aunt, a teacher, a coach, maybe a friend, invest in the lives of children you know. Teach them your values and help them develop the skills and habits and the thought patterns that will serve them well in life. Like Morrow Graham, you never know where your efforts might lead. Happy Mother's Day. If you have a question you'd like me to answer or a topic you'd like me to address, I'm all ears. Drop me a line at Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, at sparklingvintagelife.com. Um, if you can take a few minutes to stop by iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you like to get podcasts, please do so and leave a review. Um, that will help raise the visibility of the podcast so others can find it too. And of course, I love to hear from you. And um, feel free just to write to me anytime at uh, Jenny at sparklingvintagelife.com. Also, if you, if you visit sparklingvintagelife.com, you'll be able to subscribe to my newsletter, and that will keep you notified of when the next podcast is coming out. 
and I will be back in a moment with today's Grace Note. Today's Grace Note is a podcast I've been enjoying called the Modern Lady Podcast. Whether you're a mom or not, you'll enjoy hearing hosts Lindsay and Michelle discuss a wide variety of topics that are of interest to women in a warm, witty, and dignified manner. As I said earlier, I'm not a mom, and I still find most of their episodes fascinating and fun like listening to friends talk around a kitchen table about all sorts of things from homemaking to fashion to raising kids. Plus, they always include an etiquette tip along with the thought process behind it, and that speaks to my own vintage loving heart. Interesting and intelligent podcasts for women that are also clean and wholesome to listen to aren't that easy to come by nowadays. So if you like podcasts, I encourage you to give the Modern Lady podcast a try. They also have a Facebook page and an Instagram, so um, check those out. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, and come back next week when I'll be discussing another aspect of a sparkling vintage life. Mm